Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. With me is Justin. No Dave today. Dave is out. He agreed his contracts. He said, I do one show a week. And he decided he to did. show yesterday. So. He did. So um, we, ha- we have to write him a better contract. Uh, I know he wants to get paid. So <laughs> honor his uh, contract. Just like he says, honor the contract, Dave. Yes. Honor the contract. Just exactly what you tell me Does all the time. Does he need to honor the contract or do we need to honor his contract? Either way. We all honor contracts here on Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, you can catch us on YouTube at Fins Talk Sports Network. All for all you podcast listeners and for all you YouTube viewers, go check us out on the podcast if you can't catch us live. Again, here Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. And we're also live now Tuesdays um, at noon to give you all the waivers, the fun of the, the, the news, the injuries. And um, I hope everyone won their waiver wire bids. I hope nobody spent $100 on Zach Wilson or on... Puka Nakua or on anyone else. It's a way I saw two two Atwell and one of my leagues went for a hundred dollars. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> um was that in was yeah. that in Chicho? No, it was a dynasty league. No. So to be fair. And to be weird. fair, the same person every single year blows his fab week one, a hundred dollars every single year. Oh my year. god. So I somebody blew fifty one dollars on Kyron Williams. Look, in the Warrior Bowl. Look, look, we can so talk about Fab. We could talk about the price. We could talk about what people do with their money. It's their business. Let them play the way they want to play. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I did a little experiment. Um, I'm in f- five redraft leagues where Puka was on the waiver wire, and I put it out there on Twitter. He went for like 41, 42, 38, 12, and 14. I didn't put this on Twitter. I didn't want to brag about it. But the 12 and 14s, I won those. The big ones, I didn't win those. So I don't know how, because I'm not bidding $50 on a, on, a, on this guy. I'm just not doing it. But some people wanted to. And if he's the league winner, he's the league winner. Um, congratulations. Um, the worst, I guess the worst fab I saw today was $100 for, can, do you want to guess? It's a quarterback. It's got to be Zach Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. For $100. He went for, for $100. In Scott Fishbowl, he went for 100 in a couple of leagues that I saw. Yeah, that's that's the league is the I, Scott Fishbowl. And I just posted it on Twitter. I won like I won him for like 36, 32. Hashtag Pizza Planet. Hashtag I play, I, with, I play with the pros. I buy cheap. <laughs> that's <good>. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm cheap. saying though. I don't want Zach Wilson just because are we, we're riding the Gus bus. Josh. Yes. Yes, you missed our show yesterday. We are riding the Gus bus. We're riding At least the I'm Gus, riding the Gus bus. We're riding the Gus bus, but we're also watching Justice Hill. Yes, that's what we're doing. That is also um, you have it's important that you you have to watch both of them. If you've already been on the Gus bus train, like uh, one of us, you don't have to continue. You get to continue riding the Gus bus, but and for all you, you got to be mindful of Justice Hill. All you audio listeners out there, that's um, Josh Wingate asking in the chat if you want to ask live questions, go to our YouTube page. It helps out. It just it just makes the show more fun because you're involved, we're involved, we're yeah. all having fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get on with the show. We have waivers. I got some questions for you, some off the top. Like, you know, if you know me by now, I think of some crazy things or just scenarios. I just like that stuff so much. So I'm going to hit you with that first. And I was thinking about Tua. And I was thinking about trade targets. And I was thinking about draft status, as in draft capital. So, we all know Tua was the number one quarterback on the week. Um, for 466 yards passing, you know, uh, he had the quote today of, oh, you guys still think I can't throw the deep ball, 466, that speaks for itself. 
Um, I can't handle Kimmel two days in a row. Oh, he's yeah. Josh Wingate. He, he's commenting on Facebook and YouTube. He's watching both shows. Yeah, Good job, Josh. Yeah, that, that's all of our viewers right there. <laughs> but um, I did want to bring up a scenario with Tua. Would you, and this is like a simple where do you rank them now question, right? Um, would you take Tua or Patrick Mahomes at this point in the season going forward? Just asking. Oh. It's easy for me. I'm going Mahomes, but I'm, I'm going Mahomes too. I mean, you know what you're getting out of Mahomes. That's a thing. And Mahomes proved last year all he needs is Kelsey. So if Kelsey's there, he's fine. And even with, uh, even without Kelsey, Mahomes finished what QB seven last week. All right, this, that's not bad. This one was supposed to be fast. Um, Josh Allen or Tua? Josh Allen. Okay, Lam- uh, that one's a little quick. I won't go Lamar yet. Um, Joe Burrow. Tua. Joe Burrow. Okay, that's fine. That's totally respectable. Um, Jalen Hurts or Tua? Jalen. Okay, now this is where it gets fuzzy. Lamar Jackson or Tua? Tua. Okay, easy. Um, For me too. Justin Herbert or Tua? Tua. Trevor Lawrence or Tua? Tua. Anthony Richardson or Tua? Anthony. Okay, that's where we differ because I'm still going Tua. But I do I, love Anthony It's Richardson. so close. It's just I like the higher upside of the rushing attempts and the rushing touchdowns that you're going to get from Anthony Richardson this year. I, I agree with that, and that's where we're going to talk about him later in the show because I'm super high on this guy. But my point is this, and I'm not trying to brag about my rankings and this and that, but I had Tua up there with these elite guys, and I had him up there the entire time um, in my rankings throughout the entire offseason, I told you guys if Tua plays, he will finish top five. He may win the MVP. I've said it multiple times. And now I just asked you because you didn't, you had him a little bit lower. I'm sure dirtbag Dave, he's watching the show, banging on the table, screaming at me, whatever. Um, the links in the bio or the links in the DM, Dave, if you uh, <laughs> need to get in here. But what I'm trying to say is we already knew what we have with Tua. He can throw for 400 yards. He can do, everything that these other guys can do. What was the only issue? The only issue was everyone was afraid of his health. And there's some people that question his arm strength. And I, I posted a, a, a draft or not draft a trade offer last night where I wanted to go get two and waddle. And I offered Brees hall and I offered two other guys that are Drake London. Right. And I offered a, a Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, which whatever Superflex doesn't matter. The point is this, if I offered that trade three months ago, two months ago, I'd be laughed at laughed at you're giving up Brees. you're giving up Brees and drake london two top three picks last year for a guy who can't play football because he's concussed that's what i was getting but now people are saying you got to give up more so guys over here on ous we project forward we don't look in the past but i will say this going forward Tua is an every single week starter because of this high upside, because of what he can do, and because of his weapons. Whatever you think about him as a quarterback and his arm strength and his reads and whatever, it doesn't matter. When you have these weapons and you have this talent, you have the upside of a 450-yard game every week. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all i got to say. It is. Um, Bobby in the chat um, wants to know who benefited more from Dobbins injury, Edwards or Justice Hill. And I will answer this, but I'll also say this. If you want questions like these answered, Tuesday on at noon is your show. That's when we go through the injuries, the waivers, who you should pick up, yeah. who you should decide to drop. Um, but we did say Gus should get the slightly first more. Slightly yeah. more slightly because more. of 
<laughs> I don't overreact from week one. Neither do I, Josh. No one should. It's week this, one. It's this week one. Right now, could, without looking, could, other than Tua, who are the other two top three quarterbacks in the league right now? Nobody knows. Fantasy-wise. Anthony Richardson. Mac Jones. No. Big big D Mac daddy. But Mac answer, Jones and Jordan Love. I don't overreact from week one. This this doesn't mean anything. I do. Um, but Bobby wants to know Edwards or Hill. We both lean Gus Edwards because of familiarity with the offense. He's been there before. He's a guy that Lamar trusts. Justice Hill's also been there for a while, um, but hasn't really seen the field much. But it was encouraging to see him get red zone carries and um, goal line carries at that and, and converting those goal line carries. So my thing is, who's going to be on the field more? I think it's going to be Gus. Who's going to have more upside, like in the long term, to break bigger games? It might be Justice Hill. Something I'm going to monitor. Yeah. Wait, we didn't run this by Bobby that we do a Tuesday afternoon show? Oh, my God. We didn't do that? Probably not. Probably not. Oh, no. Bobby, hey. Um, okay. More is content. A, is that Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could have swore, swore I did back in the day, but who knows? I could have been not. I'm pretty dead. sure we did. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> hey, my um, father always told me it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. It, it, it really is. It truly is. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> moving on. Um, what, what was the ne- oh, next topic? Next topic. Um, there are a lot of guys on your IR. Obviously, there's a lot of guys that are either suspended or hurt or just holding out. And these three guys specifically, I want to bring up either because of injury or because of suspension or because he's holding out. And these three players are Jonathan Taylor, Deontay Johnson, and Cooper Cup. Uh, yes, the drive to work question. Yes. Oh, no, wait. No, this was like first thing in the morning question. Yeah, this is the first Got me thing. literally right out of bed. When I woke up, this is the first thing I thought about. Because <laughs> seriously, because I rostered Deontay Johnson everywhere. I avoided Cooper Cup like the plague. And I drafted Jonathan Taylor in in, in very like small league. So I Are we a, the same person? I have a big share of Taylor, none of Cup, and a little bit of sprinkled in, or no, little sprinkled of Taylor and big Deontay Johnson. That's exactly so, how all my leagues are. And, and if you look at the timetable, of their either injury holdout, whatever it may be, it's about three to four more weeks. So they're all clogging. For all of them. They're all, yeah. Exactly. So they're all, that's what I thought. They're all clogging your roster. So if you had to keep one, trade one in this original whole thing, and cut one, I had to think about that real quick. This is the very original game I'm coming up with. Which one would you do? Who would you cut? Who would you trade? Who would you keep? Redraft? Yeah, of course, redraft. We cover redraft. Okay. If, if, this season, that's fair. all redraft that's fair. until I say okay. dynasty. That's fair. Okay, so <laughs> I'm keeping Deontay Johnson because he's going to play again. I know I said something different earlier this morning. You did. You lied. I am trading Jonathan Taylor because even when he is healthy, you don't know if he's actually going to play. Nobody knows. I don't think the Colts even know. I'm cutting Cooper Cup. I just, I, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. So, in the morning, I'm glad you changed your mind because I've thought about this question. It was 6.30 in the morning, man. I wake up at 4.45, buddy. Get on my level, TB12. That's what we do. <laughs> but what I'm trying to tell you is that I had a different answer in the morning, too. Because my answer was keeping Deontay, trading Taylor, cutting Cup. That was exactly my answer, but I've since changed. I'll tell you why. Deontay Johnson's not going to win you any leagues. He's going to get you 140 targets or on pace at that. He's going to get you, what, eight targets a game. 
and he's going to do what with it? Four catches, 40 yards, eight points. Maybe he scores a touchdown. Who knows? He didn't score one last year. You have Cooper Cup sitting there getting healthy, getting healthy, hopefully getting healthy. When he plays, it's 27 points a damn game. You can't. He's going to win you leagues. If he, even if he comes back in week nine for the playoff stretch, even if it takes that long, he's still going to be there. He's going to. You think Puka is going to take 15 targets every single game, even if Cup's out there? No, Cup's out there to destroy. He takes souls. That's what he does. I watched him in the playoffs take Tampa's soul. It was the best day of my life. That's not a. Actually, it's not the best day of my life. Lightning win the Stanley Cup is. But when I was at that sports bar and the Bucks thought they were going to win against the Rams, and then Cooper Cup stole everyone's soul. So keeping Cup for that reason, trading Taylor because people think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. But how is he going to play? And I don't want any part of that. Now, an angry running back that wants a contract is going to, you would hope, play really, really well. But an angry running back also plays recklessly and could get hurt. So I think trading is the better option for him. Cooper Cup. um, Josh, hold on. Wingate in the chat says he's keeping Taylor. Wrong. Trading Cup. Wrong. You're not going to get good value. Cutting Johnson just because Johnson's situation. I can agree with cutting Johnson, but the other two are, you need to flip flop them. Hi, Tatiana. I've never seen you in the chat before. If you like the show, hit the alerts. We're here every Wednesday night. And we're sun's out, guns out over here. Come on, Justin, give it to him. Cup, Cup has had. He won't play along. Cup has <laughs> had two solid seasons, and that's it. In his entire career, stop, though. Stop, stop. Two. Every, every time he's played he's football. Had every time two he's played seasons football. better than wide receiver 20. Three. Every time he's played football as a healthy Cooper Cup, he's been elite, and you can't argue that. Uh, he played 15 games one season, was wide receiver 24. You're talking about his rookie ra- season? Wide receiver 26. You're going by overall, but once you do points per game, it's pretty elite. He, he's there. He is that guy. He just has to stay healthy. Let's move on, man. We got some starts and sits of the week because we have a lot going on. Of course, we have the show yep. general starts and sits, and of course, we have our own um, we're going to go ahead and start with the start of the week at the quarterback position. It's a fan favorite of the show. It's someone we already boasted about. It's someone that you cannot sit against New England. We're going to a, we're going my guy. I can definitely see him throwing a lot, a lot, um, a lot, a lot. Okay, I'm um, sorry. My son just barged in the room and said he wants the Nintendo, so he's getting the Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. But all right, um, we yes, I see him throwing a lot. I see him throwing a ton. If Mac Jones and this offense can do what they did last week against Philadelphia, it's going to be another shootout. I see Mac Jones playing well in this off. Whoa, where did my stuff go? Whoa, that is wrong. Sorry, keep going. I'll fix it. Justin just wiped out all my notes, but um, just I really, everything. I really do believe that Mac Jones in this offense can perform on the Dolphins. We saw the Dolphins look not good last week, not great at all. I know we need to give them time to, to form as a defense, but gosh, they were really, really bad um, in my opinion. But that's good for fantasy because that means Tua can throw more, and that means Tyreek can get open more, and that means all more fantasy points. So Tua against the Patriots, he's going to light it up. And honestly, I want to see him do it again. And I want to see all the fantasy community believe in him again because you need to do this consistently, Tua. And when he does it consistently – he will become that top five quarterback that I've been pounding the table for all season long. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, he was great in week one um, <laughs> against a pretty solid team. I mean, the Chargers are not a terrible team either. So going up against New England, I'm a little concerned because New England just kind of really 
pounced on Jalen Hurts a bunch, but I think Tua can get it done. That's the thing is he if he can get the ball out of his hands fast and if he can they can protect him, that's the thing. But I think Jalen Hurts has a situation where he thinks he he's better than it. Not, I think Hurts is great, but he always likes to make these plays and he can make a play. He can do this. He can do that. We saw him try to scramble for a first down on, on the Patriots. He tried to lunge forward for a first down. What happened? They they knocked that ball out of there. He's got his money now, so he can play however he wants to play. Tua can't so, turn the ball doesn't? over. Tua's not going to make stupid mistakes. And Tua is going to be lights out in this game. Yep. Who, who are we sitting this week, Justin? Go ahead and talk about him. Why did you get to pick the start for the quarterback, man? This some real bullshit over here. Go ahead and talk. Um, Sit of the week is my guy, QB1, Justin Fields. Um, didn't have a great week last week against uh, Green Bay. They've got a tough secondary. Tampa doesn't, but I just, I don't Tampa's on fire right now. Uh, yeah, they didn't, they let Justin Jefferson get a lot of points last week or a lot of yards last week, but I think Fields is going to struggle again. Uh, that offensive line needs to be better. The The wide receivers need to be better. DJ Moore only got what? Two receptions in week one. It's just not looking good right now. Um, is it going to be weird that Tampa Bay is going to go from projected first overall pick to winning first two weeks of the season yeah it's gonna be weird so justin fields is coming down to tampa um a road game um against the buccaneers who are going to be fired up after that win um raymond james is a joke of a stadium but whenever it's hot and whenever it's popping it is it is a place to be you still have all those season ticket holders that couldn't get out of their two-year contract so that place is going to be packed with bucks fans um, Justin Fields looked confused. He looked very confused last year or last yeah. week. He looked like he didn't understand what a defense even means. He didn't understand the concept of X's and O's. There was only two design runs for him the entire game. That's a problem. That's if a problem. You, that's a huge problem. So this guy went from lighting up, hold on, lighting up bad defenses for a six game stretch. That's it. That's his entire career. Six games against very bottom-of-the-barrel defenses Detroit twice. We have already talked about all offseason. So what you did was you drafted this guy at a ceiling. He's not going to meet that ceiling. He's going to be the average bum-ass quarterback that can't complete a pass. And when, But if they change it and they design these runs for him, things will change like it did last year. But the problem is, will it change? Are they going to stick with their guns? They traded for DJ Moore. And they threw it to him two times. Two times. You're not going to succeed to throw by throwing it to your top star only twice. You just traded for him. Yeah. The issue with that Chicago offense right now is that they're, they're not just opening up the offense. We see all these quarterbacks that get put into a system, and they have to stick to that system, and they suck. And then here, just... Go be a football player. Go be an athlete. Go do what you do best. And that's when they really get to open up. When Justin Fields is good, I know against shitty defenses, but when Justin Fields is good, he gets to be an athlete. He gets to run the ball. He gets to actually be athletic. He, he's not that. If he's being forced to make those reads, being forced to pass the ball, it's, it's kind of like Friday Night Lights in like season four and five. I never seen. That's it. I never seen. Oh, one. Should, you, I, should uh, I watch that show? Yeah, you should watch that show or the movie. Uh, 
never seen it's either. two completely different things so all right i'd watch the show my um, start of the week at the running back position our start of the week is Ramondre stevenson against miami we saw joshua kelly who's obviously not that good at football he's been in the league for three years and they tried to replace him with isaiah spiller he didn't turn out like anything they wanted him to be but with austin eckler banged up um joshua kelly got the job done um and I believe that Miami has a lot of problems on defense, like I said before, especially in that run game. I swear I could run through those holes. I really could. It was pathetic out there. It really was embarrassing. And I think Ramondre Stevenson is an elite talent. They kind of want to keep I, – I feel weird saying this. I feel weird because when you say you want to keep a team off the field, you think the Chiefs, you think the Cowboys, you think like high-powered offenses. So weird to think about that with the Dolphins. But they want to keep two and Tyreek off the field. So how do you do that? You run it with Ramondre. You run it with Zeke. Ramondre is the better talent than Zeke right now in the point of their career. Um, Ramondre, although Zeke freaking played a lot, and he got more targets. Zeke got a lot of targets. Yeah, he got more targets. I think he got one more target than Ramondre. I think that corrects itself this week. I think Ramondre, you saw in the second half, Ramondre take over in that um, in that Eagles game. So I think that's going to happen again against the Dolphins. They're going to need to score, slow it down, keep it on the ground. Ramondre is the guy there in Miami. If, if you're questioning it, if you're like going, man, Zeke had seven targets, don't question it. Put Ramondre in. You drafted him for a reason. He's a stud. <laughs> Zeke is not. Josh Wingate actually uh, someone agrees with you. So Let me see Zeke Elliott. Let me see what he did last week. I know he did something. Yeah, like seven points. He didn't get a lot, he, but he did make me question whether or not I should start him or not. So, uh, sit of the week. How how do I get to do all the sit of the weeks? This I mean, I can, I, can, I mean, we're both talking about it. You can jump in with me. No, that's fine. Oh, he got fourteen points last week, so he's projected twelve this week. So, I mean, honestly, you could start either of those running backs. I think you would be fine. Well, you, you're not seeing Zeke only had thirty five percent of the snaps as well. I mean, that's pretty huge. He did have the seven targets. But other than that, like he, he did only, well with his snaps, though. That's yeah, he did. He did well with his snaps. I mean, but seven carries, twenty nine yards, four and a half, or actually four point one yards per carry. The seven targets added up to five catches, fourteen yards. That's yeah. where his production came from. Yeah. And he also fumbled the ball. That's huge. You fumble the ball in New England. In New England, you're done. Start Ramondre. <laughs> Get rid of Zeke now. Sell him as high as you can. Zeke, running back, fifty five. <laughs> RB fifty five season. Yeah, suck it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre Strong's going to come in and actually do well. Wait, is Pierre Strong even on that team anymore? I don't know. Let's go to um, your, your your our sit of the week, the guy we both agreed on. Um, go ahead and say his name. Alexander Madison, Madison versus Philadelphia. What? Yeah, um, yeah, Alexander Madison versus Philadelphia. That's that's yeah. the guy. Yeah. Eagles defense is that that oh god the front seven. The front seven is going to destroy people. And Madison didn't even look good against Tampa Bay, which has a strong defense, but not. They don't have the Georgia Bulldog defense. Look, they that's have Vita Vea. To, that's that's a play to Josh Wingate. They have Vita Vea, but and, they don't have. You're supposed to say the guy they got drafted in the first round that should have been probably the first Jalen Carter. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast. They they don't have the Georgia Bulldogs defensive line. That's the thing. So this is where Madison is going to really struggle, and he's just. I he's not going to do well this week. I would I'd be benching him. Um, I would be I would definitely be looking in a different direction. Um, guys that you can look at if you have James Conner out there, maybe um, even a DeAndre Swift with the news that Kenneth Gainwell is out for Thursday night. Maybe Swift got dropped. 
look, he's going to get the volume. He's going to get most of the carries. But you think, what's the volume? He had 11 opportunities last week. 11 carries for 34 yards. That's really, really bad. 73% of the snaps. He did get involved in the passing game. Had four targets. You want to see that get up. But think about it. If he didn't get that touchdown, the receiving touchdown, not a rushing touchdown, you wouldn't even be looking at Madison as an option. You'd be looking somewhere else. So the pro, the point is, with me and Justin are trying to make is, he will get the touches. He will, but will the touches be be valuable? Will they matter? Who you like? Who would you rather play, Alexander Madison or Ken, Jamal Williams? That's bad. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams was just as bad last week. It was just as bad. But they're playing the Panthers. A little bit they, easier well, matchup. Well, they were playing against the Titans defense, and that defensive line is also pretty well, pretty. Would you rather play Kyron Williams, who you could have got off waivers, I'm being realistic here, or Alexander Madison? He's going against the 49ers. He's going against the Niners. I think I'm going Madison. I think I'm going Madison. That's the thing, man. These waiver pickups you guys did with Kyron Williams playing the 49ers. Madison probably just because Kyron, you you still don't know. Is it going to be K-Makers or is it going to be Kyron Williams? So that that's that situation is still unknown. Whereas Madison, you know, he's going to be the running back for that team. There you go. Um, how about last one, last one, last one? How about um, Gus Edwards or Justice Hill or Alexander Madison? The Ravens running back. But we don't know which one it is. Gus Edwards. Tell me why you want to start this tight end against Las Vegas. Oh, we're going straight to tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going straight. Don uh, Don Kincaid, the rookie sensation. Uh, well, Josh Allen did pretty poorly against the New York Jets, but Don Kincaid still looked pretty solid. He had seven point six points. Uh, they proved that they like him. Um, I mean, they had Dalton Knox in there playing. They both played at the same time throughout the game, but Kincaid kept getting the passes. He kept getting the targets. I like Kincaid. I like Kincaid in a situation where if. If you start, if you drafted who you thought was going to be a top twelve tight end, and he is not panning out, and everybody's getting injured at that position, and you need a top twenty four tight end, Don Kincaid's your guy. Don Kincaid and the Vegas tight end defenses. Defenses against tight ends aren't solid. No, they're not solid. But here's the thing with Kincaid: I was worried about his snap use, his percentage. I was worried about his usage. He played eighty percent of the snaps. Yeah, um, he did have the four targets. That was a bad game for Buffalo. I don't understand. Well, uh, that, that was a weird game for Buffalo. Like, really weird. Yeah, so I'm not going to take um, Wingate in the chat saying it's overreaction Wednesday. No, listen, we're reacting just fine. That's why we're still stating with um, Dalton Kincaid. I think he's a special player. I think Josh Allen needs a solid number two. We know. We already know Gabe Davis is not that guy. He's not the option. He's not the number two. He's not a number two. He's not even a beta. He's in the, the, the slot. He's in the you're in a practice squad kind of guy. No, he's, he's better than that. But my point is he's not going to be the alpha number two Stephon Diggs needs. Kincaid can do that. He can take some pressure off of Josh Allen, or we hope he can, because Josh Allen needs it. It's Diggs or nothing, and, and the, the people are catching on. And I'm so sick of Josh Allen getting slack. If he was in Dallas, if he was anywhere else and losing this much and sucking this much, he would be getting Trash daily. If like, he was in Miami, he'd be getting trashed. But the fact is, he's in Buffalo. He's a all American boy. Freaking loses to the. He chokes way more than any Dallas Cowboy ever has, and gets no trash for it. This is ridiculous. Josh, you can agree with that, right? Wingate. 
in the chat. Do we want to trust Wingate's opinions? I mean, 234 yards, three touchdowns against the Eagles defensive line. He's being an idiot. Come on, Josh. <laughs> Be better than that, man. We expect better uh, from you. So we're going to go ahead and bench um, the the tight end from Tennessee. Aconquo. Aconquo. Look, look. It was fun. It was fun to say his name. It was fun to have fun with everything about him. But let's be real. This team isn't throwing the football. Dude, it sucks. It, well, he doesn't suck. It's just, does Kyle Pitts suck? <laughs> right? Does he suck? Chick had z- zero targets last week. Did he really have He's two? supposed to be one of their top like receiving options. This dude was tight end 70 this week. <laughs> 70. And people people draft him as tight like top ten. Look, look, listen to me, Justin. I'm not defending this guy, but we can't overreact to one week. We already said it's one week. T. Higgins scored zero points. Are we gonna just throw him in the trash? No. But the point we really need to make is if you're starting ten someone months. like him, if you're starting someone like him who couldn't do anything at all, the whole team in the passing game at least, Ryan Tannehill's trash. He's done. It's Hopkins or nothing. Yeah. And, and the really Hopkins is. play is going to be, I hope I throw it up and I hope he's there. How many times did we see DeAndre Hopkins beat that defense last week against the Saints and just the ball was overthrown, underthrown, nowhere to be found? I mean, Hopkins had 13 targets and came down with um, seven of them. But we're talking about Jake. He did have two targets. He did have two. Yeah, he had okay. I correction. He had two targets. The issue with Chig, though, is, like you said, it's Tannehill. Tannehill's looking for Hopkins or handing the ball off to Derrick Henry because that is their offense at this point. So, I I'm not trusting Chig against the Chargers. Josh, not a good look. Josh in the chat wants to trade Kyle Pitts to Dallas for a second. Yo, Jake Ferguson's legit, man. Do you know Jake Ferguson led all tight ends and targets um, in the red zone last week? Pretty, it's pretty crazy to think. Um, Jacob Ferguson might be an ad in the future. Um, we're going to go straight to the receivers and then go to our individual picks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start it off with someone in the chat kept on saying his name, and I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to spoil it. You're sitting Kendrick Bourne from Miami. You're, start, you're sitting him. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. This guy has had a career of being nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean a very good NFL player. That's all. Very good NFL player. Very, very good NFL. He had two touchdowns, guys. Six catches, 64 yards. If he didn't convert those two touchdowns, like I said, we're looking at a different game. We're looking at a guy who shouldn't be claimed off of waivers. We're just not. I mean, the projections, Sleeper had him projected for five points. I know it doesn't mean anything. I know. But this is an offense. Pittman Jr. or Cooper? Um, Amari Cooper, I'm assuming. Ugh. We'll get there. No, no. We'll let's, get an- there. let's answer it now. Let's answer it now because I don't know if Hunter's going to stick around. So, Michael Pitt, we got a question in the chat. Michael Pittman Jr. or Amari Cooper? This one, it's so difficult because I want to say Amari Cooper, but I don't want to go away from – Michael Pittman because Pittman's playing the Houston Texans and Anthony Richardson has proven that he can at least get that's the ball. Target. That's yeah, his that, target. That's his target. That's his only target. That's it's kind of like Tannehill um, with Hopkins, but this is with a better option um, yeah. and a better quarterback. But then you look at uh, 
gosh, you look at Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson. He struggled last week. It's still a run first team. Um, that's a big problem. Of my, I love Amari Cooper, but he's not the number one target. And going against the Steelers on Monday night, it's going to be a, I mean, it's going to be a shit show. Name one Monday night football game that's been good since, well, last week was good, but Aaron Rodgers died, so therefore it was a very bad game. <laughs> I just don't want to pick up Amari Cooper against the Pittsburgh The game ended Steelers up being right great. Uh, Cooper was targeted seven times, yeah. only brought in three of those balls. That's not great, where his Pittman was targeted 11, 11 times, times, caught 80 balls, or 80 of them. And it's, can I say this? Michael Pittman's targets were achievable. They were catchable. They were on the money, and they weren't contested at all because they're going to run a safe offense, and they know who their playmakers are. Whereas Deshaun Watson, you saw him spread it out to Elijah Moore, Cooper, but they're yeah. much high-riskier plays. And when it comes down to it, they're going to run the ball with Chubb first thing, first things first. Now, you can say the same thing about the Colts, but they don't have Jonathan Taylor right now. Right now, they don't. So they have Michael Pittman. And the the way they're going to use him is in the screen game, the short game. Everything is going to be short to Michael Pittman. Start him over Amari Cooper. Absolutely. Let me throw this in for a flex. Mostert. Nah, Mostert can suck it. Mostert might not even play anyway. Mostert can suck it. I'm a Dolphins fan who wants a better running back. Let We can do better, Miami. I have one more comment on Kendrick Bourne, then we can move on. Uh, last year, he also had a 24-point game once, and then he didn't even hit double digits for the rest of the season. We might have already seen the ceiling for Kendrick Moore, or for Kendrick Bourne this season. No, and I, I agree with that, but the only thing that I can differ is, no problem, Hunter, the only thing I can see different is Last year, he never played more than 76% of the snaps ever. Yeah. And that was one game. Everything else, 71, that's a good one, but 17, 57, 47, 53. He was not very involved. Whereas mm-hmm. the game this week, 91% of the snaps, which I do take a part of, he ran the most routes on that offense. Um, he was the number one target um, as far as 11 targets. So maybe that is something different. They do have a new offensive coordinator. Oh, hey, I should say they have an offensive coordinator. So maybe that offensive coordinator says, Kendrick Bourne's our best player. Let's get him the ball. ball. So maybe this is a thing. I just don't want to trust him right now, right here. I need to see it a couple times. Yeah, he's he's one you're watching. I do want to say this. After Miami, he gets at New York and at Dallas. So if you're going to start him, this is the week. Because you can't use him against Dallas and you can't use him against the Jets. You just can't. That's true. So um, we're going to start. <laughs> here's, a, here's a receiver we want to start. Uh, so positive news. I hate talking negative about players. <laughs> People develop. They get better. People develop. Okay, Josh, we no. get in the chat. So you're going to tell me a 28-year-old receiver who's played in the league for six years is all of a sudden going to develop. Tell me the last time a 28-year-old receiver broke out and stayed good longer than two a two-, three-game stretch because I'll wait. Amari Cooper was wide receiver 10 last year at 28 years old. He's been good, though. That's what I'm saying. Breaking he finishes out. wide receiver 27 the year before. But he's but Amari Cooper's been good. He's had high pedigree. Yeah, he's he's had, been as high as wide receiver 10 in his entire career, and he's done that twice. He's but, been yeah. good. Kendrick Bourne has never been good. As no. in, Like I said, he's a very good football yeah. player, not for fantasy. That's why, Josh, that's why people like Josh lose his leagues, because he trusts these bums. C. Patterson. Oh, yeah. Where's he at now? He lasted for a year and a half, Josh. Yes, he had one great year. And that great year 
was very, very minuscule in those six games, six, seven games where he scored like three touchdowns a damn game. So if you want to bring up CPAP, we can. If you want to go look at the numbers, he was great fantasy-wise, awesome. But how long did it last? It didn't last until the next season. Start of the week. And that was a different um, situation as well. Start of the week, Jahan Dotson, wa- um, Washington. We saw last week um, against the, the Denver Broncos, a little guy named Jacoby Myers. Not even Devontae Adams. Jacoby Myers. Destroyed. Lit him destroyed up. them. And you want to know why? Because Patrick Sertan was not covering him. Patrick Sertan was covering the alpha, Devontae Adams. Is Jahan Dotson the alpha in Washington? Nope. He could be. He could Good. be. Because guess what, Josh? Be. Guess what, Josh, in the chat? Because he's a young developing sub with high pedigree and can develop into an alpha. He's not 28 years old trying to become one. And that's not happening. That's like me saying I'm 36 years old trying to be, I'm not even 36, trying to become a bodybuilder. It ain't going to happen. Just time's passed. <laughs> but I will say this. Jacoby Myers feasted. And we've never seen him feast like that in his entire career. Feasted. But Jahan Dawson has that high upside, the high pedigree. A team that with Eric B. Enemy that wants to get the ball out and throw it. Sam Howell, who wants to throw deep. Jahan Dotson's going to do very good this week. You're going to start him anyway because you drafted him too. But I expect a freaking top eight finish from Jahan Dotson this week. Oh, thanks, Hunter. Appreciate it. It's the creatine. Someone said I look jacked. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, you say creatine, Justin? No, I don't. Why not? In the chat, if you take creatine, let me know down below. Like and subscribe. <laughs> All right, who do you? What are you gonna say about John Dawson? Right. Uh, I, I got nothing. I, I agree with you. He's I, he's gonna light up Denver. He's he's currently Washington's second target, so Sertain shouldn't be covering him. And who else is going to at this point? So, um, yeah, you want to go with our personal sits and starts of the week? Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, you want to start with sits so we can end on a positive note? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start, yeah, let's start, let's me, do that. start mad, sad, um, and let's finish good. Do you want to start your guy? Yeah, so my guy, too many people drafted him way too high this season. Uh, you drafted him to replace another bum running back, and I don't know why you would. There are two good offensive players on this team. It's the Super Bowl champions, and that's only Mahomes and Kelsey. I would be sitting... Isaiah Pacheco this week. Jacksonville's defense is actually pretty solid. If you looked at them last week against the Colts, they stopped all of the Colts running backs to 25 total yards. Yeah, they're all bums, but honestly, so is Pacheco if you really, really, really think about it. Um, I'm sitting Pacheco this week. I'm, I'm not going to start him. Honestly, I'm actually... Do I even own him in a league? I don't think I do. Don't I, I might actually. You roster players. I sorry, I roster, I don't roster him anywhere anymore. I got rid of him everywhere that I could. So set him this week. He's gonna really disappoint you. So um, I'm glad that you think this now because I remember I freaking bamboozled you in a dynasty league. I got Keenan Allen out of you. I got rid of him. It's I know fine. You did. I know you did. I saw, but um, I bamboozled the hell out of you. And then Dave Dirtbag Dave goes, "You're gonna make him learn, aren't you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I am. I yeah. got you good." 
but yes, I, I got a draft pick out of it. It's fine. <laughs> I know you, you, you got it. I'm rebuilding. I'm not, I'm hoping I lose that entire league. So it's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I remember getting Keenan Allen. Okay. I'm like, I got Keenan Allen for Isaac, for Pacheco. Really? Like I was in a draft pick in a draft. Pick. I was celebrating, dude. I was like, just jumping up and down. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I, I turned Pacheco into two old players. <laughs> yeah. I think you got Hopkins out of it. Anyway, like Hopkins and someone else. I definitely agree with this because you just, on top of that, if you didn't say, you just don't know who's going to be the guy there. And Pacheco does have the best potential to score touchdowns and be that guy, but at the end of the day, he's just he's just a all of his player. points came late in the game. That's the thing; like all of them came late. They they were right in Ceh from the start. I just he only got forty eight percent of the snaps, so he could be a closer. They don't know who that running back is going to be, and is he a closer running the ball out, or is he going to be a closer having just like are they going to be passing the ball to? get back in the game. Gotcha. So here's my sit of the week, and this one's very obvious, but you're going to start them. But if you're cute like me and you're, you're good, you're going to sit them because you know this guy's not going to produce. You just know. Garrett Wilson, New York Jets. Um, you draft him as your wide receiver one most likely. Or, or if you're smart, you went Tyreek and then Garrett Wilson like me in many, many leagues. Many. This hurts. When Aaron, when Aaron Rodgers went out, I was live – with Josh Wingate on the Beer and Sports Podcast Monday nights. You can check us out this on this network as well um, every Monday night. We were watching the game live, and when Aaron Rodgers fell, you can ask Josh. Josh can even say in the chat, I froze. I froze. I didn't know what to do because I needed Garrett Wilson to score 13 points for me to win, and I also have the biggest man crush ever on Aaron Rodgers. So it was a double like kick in the nuts. It sucked. It sucked. And you know why it sucked? Because Garrett Wilson sucked. Yes, he scored a touchdown. Yes, he scored an amazing touchdown that had nothing to do with Zach Wilson. Any, I could have thrown that ball. Garrett Wilson made that his bitch, and he grabbed it and said, I'm scoring a touchdown no matter what. No matter what. You need to what. figure out how to get like style points into fantasy and, football. And people, go, and people go, well, Garrett Wilson was the top 12 guy with last year without Aaron Rodgers. It was because of Joe Flacco. I got the numbers. Every single game Zach Wilson played with with Garrett Will or with Garrett Wilson was a disaster. He averages three point nine catches per game. He averages freaking forty eight yards a game. He averages point one touchdown a game. The only touchdown he's ever scored was Monday night when he willed it by himself. And you go, Josh, it's a small sample size. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Ten games he's played with him. That's enough. I've seen enough. Less than four catches a game. His best game, he had two in a row against New England and Buffalo. He had seven catches, 115, nine catches, 92. Other than that, he doesn't surpass 40 yards ever, period, with Zach Wilson. It's a disaster. If you can trade him for any, not for anything, you have to, like, talk it up. People aren't going to look at these stats. People aren't going to see what he does with Zach Wilson. They're still going to think, oh, he can overcome. He can do this. He can do that. Talent always wins out. If you can trade him straight up for a T. Higgins because he scored zero, if you could trade him straight up for a Waddle because he underwhelmed because Tyreek took over, equal value would be great. I would even settle for a DK Metcalf at this point, and I'm not overreacting. The numbers are right here. That You drafted this guy to be God mode, to be the next level. All he's going to give you is wide receiver three numbers going forward, and it's sad. And yes, he will pop off, but you don't know when those games will be. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. 
Especially when you're drafting in the first or second round of the for It's your not team. a small sample size, Josh. Ten games is not a small sample size, especially when they're this bad. I can see where, oh, he had this game pop off, this game pop off. Oh, he only had a couple games under 30 yards. Dude, the guy had 27 yards, 8 yards, 24 yards, 12 yards, 30 yards, 34 yards. What are we talking about, Josh? It's not a small sample size. Zach Wilson cannot get him the football downfield, and that's what he is. Yes, great wide receivers do come over bad quarterback play all the time. I understand that, Josh, but you're not thinking about this. You're thinking about they signed Dalvin Cook. They want to win the Super Bowl. You're not going to win the Super Bowl throwing the ball 40 times a game. You're going to win the Super Bowl by running the ball with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook and having situational football, getting Garrett Wilson the ball, just like Drake London. And I think of it like this, Drake London or Kyle Pitts. Will he flash? Yes, he could. Is he going to get the opportunity? No, he's not. No, he's not. Sorry. Sorry. It's over. The dream's over. Move on. It's a tough pill to swallow for New York Jets fans. For for fantasy football fans. Yeah. For football fans in general. It's embarrassing that we have Zach Wilson playing football and we got other guys sitting on the bench and, and Gardner Minshew and Tyler Heineke and even Carson Wentz deserves another chance. And we got guys like Zach Wilson. We got Trey Lance out here not even getting a shot to play football and they just threw him away like he's trash. Why is he not getting a starting, a starting job? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of ridiculous. Zach Wilson, we've seen enough. Move on. Next. Starts of the week. It makes more sense for you to do your start of the week first. Anthony Richardson. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm so mad. Why are you, why are you mad? Because I wanted Garrett Will in the rookie draft. In the pre in the rookie draft, super flex. Oh, you're still on you're still on about Garrett Wilson. Okay. People were saying you gotta take Brees Hall 101. You gotta take this guy 101. Jamison Williams has more upside than Garrett Wilson. He's better. Chris Olave is better than Garrett. Everyone. I'm like, no. If I had 101, Garrett Wilson's my pick. And I got him everywhere. Fucking everywhere. And I was like, I fucking told you. I told you. I told you. And now this happens. And I'm like, God dang, I'd rather have Olave right now. Anyway, <laughs> Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. He's my start of the week at quarterback. Of course he is. He is the ultimate cheat code. He's going to. I always said this. Cam Newton is the best red zone threat of all time. You could run it. You could pass it. You can't stop him in the red zone. It's going to be Anthony Richardson very soon. Um, I do think that this guy is a monster. I think that he's going to take games over. We saw him take over the game in, in Jacksonville. They should have won that game, period. And I know you're a Colts fan, and you know that. Um, Anthony Richardson, they're going to play it safe. They're playing Houston. We saw a lot of dump passes. We saw a lot of dump balls. We saw a lot of very safe plays for Anthony Richardson. I think that's going to continue. Uh, we saw Houston play... Lamar Jackson, not similar because Lamar's a little bit more elusive and, I mean, Richardson's great too, but we know Lamar is a guy who can spin moves and all this fun stuff. He had 38 rushing yards against Houston, 6.3 yards per carry. That's not a lot, but it's still enough to contribute to a fantasy game. Um, Richardson had 40 last week, so I expect him to at least give you 40 as a floor for the rushing. That's amazing. If you play in standard leagues, that's a touchdown passing. So anything 40 yards floor, Sign me up. That's the quarterback I want on my football team, my fantasy football team. Uh, Especially more, when he gets you a touchdown, too. Yes, the touchdowns. More importantly, though, they don't have a running back, which means Richardson is the goal line back. Yes. So, that, so you don't have to worry about Zach Moss dealing touchdowns or Evan Holes out on IR, so it doesn't matter. Deion Jackson, 
He he'll he's fumble. Dead. He'll he's dead. He's dead. Buried. Buried alive. Who knows where if he you is? You didn't listen to our show yesterday. You better be dropping Deion Jackson right he's now. Gone. Just gone. So the point is, he's also going to get the goal line carries. The and more importantly, doesn't matter. Lamar beat the hell out of Houston with Zay Flowers underneath routes. Zay Flowers had nine catches for seventy-eight yards, but they were all underneath routes. That's what Michael Pittman does. Michael Pittman. Well, that's not what he does, but that's what he, they did last game. They like to throw it out short, one read, get it to him. I believe that Michael Pittman and, and um, Anthony Richardson are going to have a monster game against Houston. I think that you shaking your head. You agree. You agree. And I do agree that if it's not Tua having the being the one on one this week, the number one quarterback, Richardson will be. I think Richardson will be the number one quarterback in fantasy this week. I think this is his coming out party. People are going to he's going to get his first win. He's going to score at least two touchdowns. I don't care if it's on the ground or in the throwing. He's going to score two touchdowns. So here's another thing that factors into this game that you don't see in the stat line. This is number four overall pick Anthony Richardson versus number two overall pick CJ Stroud. It's going to be the battle of who was the better pick. You already know because who it Because I, I truly think one of these guys wearing blue is uh, the best pick in the of the quarterbacks. So they all wear all three of them wear blue. So um, yeah, no, I, if you didn't get to actually watch the Colts game and you only looked at the stat line and the final score, you would think the Colts weren't really in it. They lost by, I think what 11, I don't remember to be honest with you. Richardson had complete control. That one interception is his only thing that you could really think about that he didn't look good at. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think. Josh, look, I love Wingate so much. We don't need to talk about, we're not talking about Christian Kirk. All right. We're not bringing up Christian Kirk right now. I understand what he did. He did nothing. All right. We did nothing. It's okay. Right. It's week one. <laughs> but, and I'm not overreacting right now. But you said better pick week two, year one. Yes. I think Anthony Richardson. Was the pick, was the only pick. He, if you can, it's it's today's NFL. If you can get a guy who can not only throw touchdowns, but say, F it, I'm just going to run this thing in, that's so valuable to a team the, in, the, in this day and age. It just is. Look at Josh Allen. He's that able to do that. It. Anthony Richardson's able to do that. You need guys that can do that. You just need them. Richardson fought uh, fourth and five on the goal line at the end of the game. He willed his way, ran through like three people to get that first down. It and, was something. And, 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 and you Dolphin fans out there, and, and other teams out there, if Tua could do, if Tua could run the ball in instead of making a precision pinpoint pass over a helmet to Tyreek's chest, I much prefer him to run it in. Much easier. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. run it in. But yeah. it is, and plus you get more fantasy points for running in touch two extra points in most in regular standard leagues, rushing touchdowns are a six and passing are a four. So, yeah, give me the guys who can run the ball in the goal line. And you can ride CJ Stroud. It's all the, Dude, all the wrong people. Yeah, CJ Stroud, like he's good. He'd be fine, but he's not going to be elite. You, 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 in today's NFL, you see it right away. You just do. I mean, am I wrong? We saw Burrow yeah. right away, no, we right. saw Mahomes right away. Today's day, the developing thing is over. Like, if you don't develop, look at Kyler Murray right now. He didn't develop. They're already talking about Jalen. Jalen Hurts is probably the only quarterback right now that's elite that 
had to take time to develop. They almost they almost went with a completely different quarterback. They almost drafted a new quarterback. They waited one more year. And they got Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts so. is elite for fantasy, but I wouldn't say for football. Right, right. Elite for fantasy, but I wouldn't still say got for him football. to the Super Bowl. Uh, so my start of the week goes right hand in hand with you. Uh, we talked about this earlier with Hunter. Uh, this guy has eight receptions last week on 11 targets. He's the only elite wide receiver on the team. And by elite, I mean, he's the best wide receiver on the team. Uh, Michael Pittman, he is Anthony Richardson's target. So if you're starting Anthony Richardson for all the right reasons, this is the guy that you want. Played 97% of the snaps, got you 23 points. That was over double his projection. He, I, I don't see how he doesn't get this. The Colts have something about taking a wide receiver to Houston and absolutely dominating them and destroying them with T Y Hilton. Uh, this is, this is going to be that guy. Um, this is, this is the new T Y Hilton for Houston and they're going to be seeing ghosts. I agree. So fire up Michael Pittman, man. Um, fire up Michael Pittman, but that's going to be it for the show. I hope you enjoyed it again. If you're listening on the audio podcast, which I know you guys are, uh, make sure you go over to the Fence Talk Sports Network and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel. The links to our Discord and our um, social media are in the description on the YouTube. We're also going to place that in the podcast. So if you're interested in joining the Discord, please do that. Um, we have a weekly DFS contest, um, which I'm going to post a link to that as well on my Twitter, at Josh Kimmel OUS, at Justin Barley as well. Last week we had um, our – So close. Our – well, we're never going to be close. If we let the guy who won play every week, he's going to win every week. Heads up, everyone. I don't know if he wants that out there, but I don't care. I'm going to say it, Finn. I'm not going to say – Is it Finn? I, I was wondering <laughs> if it was actually Finn or not. It is. And um, he's going to win every week. But our goal is we got to take him down. I'm not quitting. It's $5 oh, a We will. I finished in third last week. I did fine. Yeah, I mean, I would have done fine if I started Tyreek too. But it's four more <laughs> points. I would have got some money. It is. Um, it's it's going to be a weekly contest. Five dollars on Fanduel. So if you're interested, please let us know. DM me on Twitter. My DMs are always open as well as Justin's. Um, oh man, what else we got to say? Uh, so like and subscribe. Uh, Give us like, five star rating if like, you're on the podcast. Like and subscribe. Five star ratings. Um, tell me, comment below what your favorite. Um running back stashes is a Roshan Johnson. Is it Ty J Spears? Comment down below. Hit the alerts. Is it Deandre Swift? <laughs> Not after what Nick Sirianni said today. <laughs> uh, get us out of here, man. Follow us on OUSFF, by the way, on Twitter. Get us out of here, Justin. Have a good, have a good night guys. Enjoy Thursday night.